It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The BYU basketball program gets a huge win, maybe their most complete game of the season and a big win over Iowa State. We're also talking BYU football as it appears the Cougars are finally putting money where their mouth is. We're talking about all that ahead on today's show. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And by way of introduction, for any of you who may be checking us out for the very first time, this is your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU. So, so thank you so much for either watching this on YouTube or listening to it wherever you get your podcasts. Appreciate all of your patronage. And today's show is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn. Uh, these days, new Every new potential hire for your small business can feel like a high-stakes wager. That's why LinkedIn Jobs is here to help you guys out. Uh, post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege and get started today. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's dive right in on today's show and start off with some BYU football. Now, I am a guy, as many of you who have been around for quite a while, likes to call it like I see it. Uh, not, that may be good, bad, or indifferent, and it, it ranges at fill, seemingly every single day. But when I feel like things are going good for BYU, football, I'm going to point that out. When I feel like things are going poorly for BYU football, I'll also point that out. And uh, I get comments uh, to every single uh, which way you can imagine when it comes to those. But I've got to say, I've got to give a tip of the cap to BYU with some of the moves they made yesterday, at least the announcements they moved yesterday. Now, these aren't earth-shattering moves that are going to completely just upend everything and help BYU get to the uh, top of the heap, as it were, in college football. But these are moves that are showing me personally and I hope you guys as well, that the BYU football program is making moves in a positive direction. Now, what I mean by that is they announced yesterday that longtime veteran assistant coach Chad Kauha'aha'a, now that's the last name right there, he has officially been hired as a senior analyst as uh, on BYU's football staff under Kalani Satake. He ostensibly takes the spot that Jan Jorgensen vacated after he left to be the new defensive line coach under Bronco Mendenhall with the New Mexico Lobos, and uh, great for Jan Jorgensen. He had been a loyal soldier, had been an analyst for quite some time at BYU, and finally gets his chance as a full-time on-field assistant. But to replace a guy like Jan Jorgensen with, as most people call him, Chad K or Coach K, it's a huge huge pickup for BYU. And I know that Coach K's got a different moniker in college basketball, but when you have to say Kauha'aha'a all the time, you just go with Coach K or Chad K. And the one thing about Chad Kauha'aha'a is you can point to essentially any big-name uh, college football program on the West Coast, and he's uh, coached or recruited there. Uh, UCLA, USC, Utah, uh, Weber State, Oregon State. Man, I could go down the list. UNLV, he's been all 
over the Western United States, has great relationships with recruiting uh, folks everywhere, seemingly. And I know that as an analyst, he cannot do off-campus uh, recruiting for BYU, but the one thing he can do is he can help point BYU's on-field assistance as well as their uh, recruiting staff in the right direction of who to talk to when it comes to maybe a recruit in the islands of Hawaii because uh, Chad is a native of Kihei, Hawaii, so he knows the islands well. He actually was spotted on the recruiting trail in December for BYU uh, in some pictures out there in Hawaii. He was actually elevated from his position, so I'm assuming he was already hired as an analyst at that time, and was elevated uh, from the analyst position to be a temporary fill-in as BYU had two open positions in their on-field staff. You can elevate uh, analysts and the like to those roles to be able to go out there and recruit. I'm assuming that was Chad Kauha'a. We also saw that uh, BYU, uh, I guess we call him assistant quarterbacks coach, or BYU offensive analyst, uh, Matt Mitchell, was the other coach that kind of filled in that role until uh, both uh, positions were filled with the offensive line and tight end coaching positions just recently. So this is a really, really nice hire for BYU because it indicates to me that BYU finally, as I mentioned in the open, is putting money where their mouth is. And what I mean by that is many of you might recall Nick Saban had his uh, so-called Nick Saban School for Reformed Coaches. Remember, it felt like any big-name coach who flamed out at a Power 5 university that had any sort of relationship, maybe even didn't necessarily have a relationship uh, with Nick Saban, would go to Alabama and work as an analyst for one, two, maybe three years, rehabilitate themselves, so to say, and then get back into the recruiting sphere as a head coach or a high-level coordinator, whatever it is, on uh, Nick Saban's staff or elsewhere. And I think it's something that BYU is trying to do here because Chad Kauha'a is going to have options when it comes to his uh, future as an assistant coach. It may just be a one-year stop-off for this venture for him, or maybe uh, he ultimately morphs into maybe getting a full-time assistant position with BYU. But they are able to pay enough money that Chad felt it was in his best interest to come to BYU and coach here. Now, he did spend last season in 2023 as a volunteer assistant with the BYU football program. He was getting buyout money from his time. He had most most recently coached at UCLA as the defensive line coach under Chip Kelly. So he probably had a lot of money that he was still letting roll in and was probably subject to an offset. So had he been hired elsewhere, that buyout gets lessened. So he probably was like, okay, I'm just going to go do my thing. And he's very, very close. I can assure you, he is as close as anybody, it feels like, to a guy like Kalani Satake, and he was working with BYU all last season. Essentially, it's the same circumstance that Aaron Roderick had the year before Aaron Roderick came on to BYU's staff full-time as the passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach, and now has ascended to the offensive coordinator position. Could this be a similar circumstance where uh, Chad K gets an opportunity to elevate himself on BYU staff maybe as soon as next offseason? Maybe so, but the nice part is he is a veteran voice, a guy who knows defenses in and out. He's not just been a defensive line coach. He's been essentially a coach of every level of defense. He's been a defensive coordinator. He's coached linebackers, outside edge rushers. He's done it all. And he can be that veteran voice in these meeting rooms with Jay Hill and Kalani Satake to say, hey, have we considered this? Have you tried that? What about this? I know this opponent well. You should do this here with them. That's the one thing that he can offer to BYU as an analyst because he can't necessarily be on the field coaching uh, per se, but in those meeting rooms and watching film, he can break it down for you. And I think it's a really, really cool thing to have a guy like Chad K on your staff. Now, the other thing I want to highlight uh, in terms of the money being put where the mouth is for BYU 
is the fact that they now have a full complement of five strength and conditioning coaches. Now, Ryan Phyllis is BYU Strength and Conditioning Director. Uh, Tanner Mayer is now the Strength and Conditioning Assistant Director. But They hired three new assistant uh, strength and conditioning coaches in Zach Shaw, Christian Tupo, and Tim Ismail, who were announced yesterday as BYU staff. Now, the NCAA rules stipulate you can have up to five strength and conditioning coaches. Most Power 5 or Power 4, depending on how you want to term it, programs have the full complement of five coaches. BYU, to my knowledge to this point, has never had the fi- uh, five full-time uh, coaches in that strength and conditioning staff. It inca- indicates to me, along with a guy like Chad K getting that money from BYU as an analyst to come in and be comfortable, means that BYU has finally got money in the coffers to be able to fu- hire a full complement of strength and con- conditioning coaches. And having five guys on staff is much better than re- as recently as a few years ago. They had like two guys. I think it was New Tafisi and uh, somebody else. It was Coach McClure, Justin McClure were like the two guys. You can have up to five and BYU operated with less. They now got the full complement of the strength and conditioning coaches, and it's very very good to see. They will work hand-in-hand with Dr. Skyler Main, who's obviously BYU's Director of Sports Science. Colby Clawson is also in that sports science realm, and they work hand-in-hand alongside the strength and conditioning staff. And those seven individuals, essentially, are the linchpin of what these off-season workouts for BYU are going to entail. They're going to analyze the data and make sure guys are getting the right gains with regards to their lifts. They're going to obviously be tracking the exertion and the recovery for each one of these athletes. The whole goal for all seven of these individuals is to get BYU players operating at peak capacity and peak efficiency as basketball players as soon as possible. So really, really cool stuff to see, and congratulations uh, to these guys on their new jobs at BYU, Coach Shaw, Coach Tupo, and Coach Ismail as they join the program, and also a big welcome once again uh, to Coach Chad Kauha'a as he joins the BYU staff. Uh, one note on this, Christian Tupo may be a familiar name to you. He was uh, many, many moons ago, uh, a, a recruit BYU chased, ultimately went to USC. If I recall correctly, had a short stint in the NFL, but has since gone into strength and conditioning. So uh, really, really cool stuff to see BYU, as I said, stepping up to the plate financially and making sure that Kalani Sitake's staff uh, continues to have the resources they need. Now, the one uh, thing I'm still waiting on is I want to see a big bigger and more robust recruiting staff for BYU. Could that be like the next step? Could that be the next announcement for BYU with regards to their off-the-field staff is an announcement of extra recruiting uh, people, whether they're analysts or the like, to join that staff? That is my fingers crossed. That's the next thing I want to see checked off on BYU's list, and we'll see where things ultimately stand. All right, so good news on that front for BYU uh, football, but maybe even better news for BYU basketball as they absolutely ran roughshod over Iowa State Tuesday night Really, really impressive stuff as they take down the Cyclones. First ever win for BYU over Iowa State in football or basketball. We're breaking it all down next right here on Locked on Cougars. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn. Of course, with the new year here, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What is the one move I can make that will take my business to the next level here in 2024? And that's where LinkedIn Jobs steps into the picture. They know that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and more importantly, they do it for free, everybody. It's not just another job board over on LinkedIn. It's a vast network of more than a billion, I guess that's billion with a B, 
professionals online, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. That's also why small businesses are rating LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. And they also know that small businesses are wearing many, many hats and might not have the adequate time or resources to hire. That's the way with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy, taking a lot of that stress off of your plate. So you can post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post that job for free right now. It's all courtesy of your friends over at LinkedIn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I want to encourage you guys to check out Locked On's uh, new first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. It's on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league across the sports universe. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel right now. Essentially, consider it to be the YouTube version of what ESPN used to be back in the day. Those of you who grew up in the 90s like myself, you know what I'm talking about. Highlights all the time, coverage of all the teams you care about, in the national leagues, uh, NBA, NFL, whatever you want, they've got it. Check that out. It's Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe right away, especially those of you watching this uh, very podcast on YouTube as well. All right, big news for BYU, fo- uh, not football, basketball <laughs> on Tuesday night as they get a huge win over Iowa State. 87-72 to is the final inside the Marriott Center. BYU, most important. Importantly, now has a two-game win streak after their road win at UCF on Saturday. They followed up Tuesday night with a just dominant, dominant showing over Iowa State. The Cougars now 2-2 two and two in Big 12 play, back to 500, back in the thick of things because the Big 12, folks, this is going to be an absolute bloodbath of a conference all season long. We're four games into this for the conference, and I don't think anybody has any idea of how it's going to turn out after the final 14 games, the 18 games in total uh, for any of these teams. But the nice part is BYU punched uh, an opponent or punched out an opponent. I don't know, maybe it's the wrong term there, uh, but it was really, really impressive stuff for BYU as they handle Iowa State. Now, Iowa State uh, came into this game with one of the more stingy defenses, a trapping defense that's supposed to make life miserable for a program like BYU. And in the first half, they had their moments where they did make things miserable for BYU. But in the second half, BYU essentially bit back with their own defense, really clamping down on Iowa State. And by the way, Iowa State's free throw shooting was atrocious. 16 of 25, 64%, 4 of 14 from 3 for them. Uh, they're just not an outside shooting team at all. 29% overall and 44% from the field overall in this game. Really, really impressed with BYU's effort in this game. Cahill Fennell, uh, many of you might know his name, some of you may not. He's one of BYU's assistant coaches on this staff, and he's, in essence, the defensive coordinator for BYU this year. He's calling out these defenses, and you'll see BYU more from a 1-3-1 zone to a man defense to a 2-3 zone. Seemingly, every uh, three possessions, they'll just morph three or four times, and it really frustrates opponents, and it really, really did a number on Iowa State in this game. The most important uh, note of this is it's a first-ever win for Brigham Young University over Iowa State in either men's basketball or football. Many of you might recall, BYU lost to Iowa State in football in the grid 
gridiron this past fall. They had never won in football over the Cyclones, and in six attempts in basketball, had never beat ISU either. So it's a big win, a historic win for the BYU basketball program to get this victory. Really, really impressed with how BYU performed in this one once again. Uh, great to see Spencer Johnson just really uh, build on a fantastic start to this game. I think BYU learned their lesson from the Cincinnati game. Remember, Trevin Nell uh, had 27 points, and they sat him inexplicably for six of the final 10 minutes, and BYU saw that lead fritter away in that frustrating loss to the Bearcats. Well, BYU is not about Spencer Johnson's 19-point first half go by the wayside. He ends up with a career-high 28 points in this game, leading all scorers in the uh, in the matchup, and a really, really fantastic performance from him. The other guy I would want to point to most notably is Noah Waterman. This was a guy who essentially was MIA in Big 12 play through three games. Can you remember seeing number zero do much of anything positive for BYU on the court? Well, he bounced back in a big way tonight as well, or last night, I should say, with 18 points, 4 of 12 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3, 7 of 8, more importantly, from the free throw line, as BYU ended up shooting 24 free throws. That's a market increase over what the season average had been for BYU. They shot 20 of 24 from the free throw line. Very impressive number as well. After uh, Saturday, they saw our lead fritter away because they seemingly couldn't make a free throw on the road against UCF. So really, really liked how BYU performed as a team in this game. As I said, there's individual stars in Spencer Johnson and Noah Waterman. He also had Dallin Hall with 11 points, 8 assists. Uh, a lot of people were bagging on him. have been bagging on him for a few weeks now. He bounced back in a big way uh, with a really, really phenomenal performance. He was perfect from the field. 4-4 four four overall. 3-3, three of three, more importantly, from 3. Ali Khalifa, when you only have 2 points from your star big man in a game, you'd be worried about this, but he has nine assi- nine rebounds and also four assists in this game. But BYU didn't necessarily need to rely on him as much because Dallin Hall was in control of this offense, really directing things, being the floor general that BYU needs him to be. So I, I really, really liked what I saw from the Cougars in this game. I-, I keep saying that, but it was really, really nice to see BYU bounce back and have essentially what I would consider to be their best performance of the season to date, considering the circumstance, considering the opponent, and also considering the the, the run that BYU is going to go on in the next three games. BYU is going to play a run of three nationally ranked opponents, starting uh, with the game against Iowa State. They'll play Texas Tech and then Houston. The last time BYU played three ranked opponents in succession, 1981, when BYU and Danny Ainge made that magical run to the Elite Eight in the NCAA tournament. It's been that long since BYU has played this elite of opposition, and it's going to test BYU's Severely, because obviously, as you might recall, uh, Fuseni Traore was out with a hamstring injury. There was a recurrence of the injury he suffered and kept him out uh, for the entire month of December. That happened against UCF, and also Trevin Nell was sidelined in this game with a foot injury he suffered against UCF. According to the broadcast, they're hopeful that Trevin Nell is going to be a short-term injury, as similar to uh, what Fuseni Traore is dealing with. But uh, here's the thing: I've learned with foot injuries and basketball players, uh, err on the side of being very, very cautious with those because consider. You're running up and down on hardwood. It's a very, very uh, concerning thing to have a foot injury, but hopefully we'll see them back on the court in short order. But yet again, just a marvelous performance from BYU. A couple of your guys' comments uh, here on, on the game include Daniel Haslam saying this, Big 12 basketball is fun. It is fun, folks. Imagine what BYU be going uh, through when it comes to the West Coast Conference versus what they're experiencing right now. The West Coast Conference had its moments, obviously, going up against Gonzaga and St. Mary's. But this, in the Big 12, every single game. All 18 of these games are going to have stakes on them that are higher and more important than anything. I, I'm sincere about this. Anything that the West Coast Conference could have offered to BYU. It is a fun, 
fun basketball league. Is it going to beat the crap out of you? Yeah, it absolutely is if you're a BYU basketball player, but I really, really like what I saw from BYU. Jordan Royal says this, love the aggression to the basket. I hope getting to the free throw line becomes a thing. 20 points from the free throw line was a huge impact in this game, and yes, it was. BYU was uh, sharing the ball all over the court, uh, moving it inside and outside, and that's the nice part is they took it to the rim more often tonight and were rewarded with those 24 free throw attempts. And as I mentioned, they made 20 of 24, 83.3%. You'll accept that. Obviously, you'd like to see uh, 100%, but uh, in college basketball and in basketball in general, it's hard to expect 100% performance from the free throw line from a team. Uh, BYU Fortray, our good friend, playoff bogey. Dallin Hall is an elite point guard. He showed that uh, showed that man some respect, as he says. BYU will be fine in the Big 12. When BYU shoots their averages, they are going to be hard to beat. And I agree with that final point uh, from playoff bogey. When they shoot their averages, when they shoot the three at a high clip, and obviously you're sharing the basketball, getting those assist numbers up, keeping the turnovers low, that's going to help BYU be in every single game seemingly. And it doesn't matter the opponent. You've got to do that. But obviously there are going to be teams that are going to key on things. And one thing I will point to is I watched Dallin Hall very closely in this game. It's something I've noticed over the past couple of games, but uh, he got away with it uh, in this game against Iowa State. But watch him. He's very much a right-hand dominant player. He, he struggles at times going to his left with his left hand. That is something that Big 12 teams, if, if Jay Catch, as an amateur analyst and talking with other people who know far more than me in basketball, pointed out and say that, hey, watch that left hand for Dallin Hall. You can imagine what Big 12 teams will start keying on as they get more of a scout on him, but keep an eye on that. Um, Wayne, our good friend Cusco Boy, says the win versus UCF on the road was a huge confidence booster for the Cougars. They do belong, and it's not just at home versus Bellarmine. They played this game without Nell and Foose, as well as Baker, uh, Dawson Baker, out for the season, it appears, with uh, a foot injury that's going to require surgery once again, and made an indelible statement. Indelible. That's a great word, Wayne. Well done. Go Cougs. Uh, yeah, Wayne, good stuff. Absolutely. Really really impressive stuff. The nice part is BYU now has a two-game win streak. Momentum on their side as they head to Texas Tech on Saturday. A big opportunity there. And the final two comments we'll get a reward here include Mark Dalton Dunn. It says, Noah resurrected. He was resurrected. It was good to see him get back uh, and really show something for BYU. And then the final point here, Brendan Smith at Top Gun Brendan, we belong. Speaking of BYU, and I agree, BYU showed that they do belong in the Big 12. And uh, sitting at 2-2, two and two, they're right back in the thick of things for the BYU uh, football. I keep saying BYU football. BYU basketball program when it comes to Big 12 play. And like I said, they'll carry that momentum into a matchup against Texas. Texas Tech that we will preview later on this week as they get ready for a 4 o'clock tip uh, down there in Lubbock on Saturday afternoon. Alright, we'll finish up this edition of Locked On Cougars coming up here in just a moment with a couple of quick thoughts on, on a new recruit for BYU. What does it mean uh, for BYU to be offering players of his ilk and his caliber? Well, we'll get to all that as we continue on right here on Locked On Cougars. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Now, FanDuel has been with us all NFL season long. With the NFL uh, season, uh, regular season wrapped up and the playoffs rolling on, there is still time to get in on the action with our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Simple as that. It's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with a $5 bet. It's really, really simple, my friends. The best part is FanDuel, the app is super easy to use, and there are many different ways to bet, whether you're looking at 
money line spreads, player props, uh, Super Bowl uh, futures, whatever you got. Uh, they got it all for you guys. Also have live same game parlays. You can find bets in their new Explore tab. They may have a bet that you haven't considered that you want to take advantage of. Or they also have a parlay hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays on their website as well. There's a bevy of other ways that I haven't even mentioned that you can get started with today with our friends at FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup today. Once again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on. It's all courtesy of your friends over at FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. Today's show is also brought to you by our friends over at Jace Medical. Now, I know many of us want to escape uh, real life and come to sports, but let's talk about real life just for a moment here. According to the FDA, FDA pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of cold and flu season. That's a very, very concerning and scary proposition. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than knowing a loved one of mine, whether it's a kid or my wife, uh, not having the, the antibiotics that they need. And if a supply chain issue disrupted that or just simply was out of stock, that is the concern you got to have, but the best part is we're going to be okay because we have a Jace case courtesy of our friends at Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics that treat a long list of bacterial illnesses including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infection, among many, many others. This stuff could happen to any of us and they want you guys to be prepared. So visit jacemedical.com complete a physician encounter today. It'll be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular regular cost. Excuse me. It's never been more important to be to be prepared than today and go to Jace Medical today to get started taking that's jacemedical.com and while you're there use the promo code locked on to get $20 off your purchase that's jacemedical.com using the promo code locked on Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. I want to encourage you guys, if you've not done so already, please sign up for our subtext community. It's a great way to interact with the show, interact with me directly. It's as simple as sending a text message. That's the best part about it. Uh, You can click the link in the show notes below, whether you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to it wherever you get your podcast. Click the link, enter your phone number. You get a 14-day free trial, and it's just $5 a month after that to have direct access to me at any time you want to reach out. Uh, I'm sharing insider tidbits, uh, rewarding our subtext community with our uh, uh, pair of seats. We have the BYU basketball games. Our good friend Bud Todd uh, was at the game last night against Iowa State and he got uh, treated to a really, really uh, fun performance for BYU. So if you want to be in the mix for all of that and it sounds like something you'd like to do and the best part is you want to support the Locked On Cougars podcast and myself uh, in our venture here, uh, join us on Subtext. Like I said, the link is in the show notes below and obviously we'd love for you guys to be a part of it right here uh, with the podcast. All right, a couple of notes before we go on today's show is the BYU uh, women basketball. They're looking to make it two in a row in uh, Big 12 action today as they head to Gallagher-Iba Arena in uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma as they take on the Oklahoma State Cowgirls. That'll be a 6.30 p.m. Central Time tip. It'll be a 5.30 Mountain Time tip on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, Jason Shepard will have the call on BYU Radio 107.9 FM, BYURadio.org as well if you want to tune into his call of it. But if you want to watch the stream, you got to have ESPN+. Plus. I'll say it once again. If you don't have ESPN+, Plus as a BYU fan, I'm not sure what you're doing because it's the way to get essentially all the sports outside of BYU football. The Big 12 now on ESPN Plus had BYU and Iowa State last night. It's going to have a bevy of BYU men's basketball games, and if you want to be a part of it, download it today or uh, subscribe today. I don't think it's even more than 10 bucks anymore, and I would encourage you, just a little bit of insider tidbit, do the Disney bundle. Get you a Hulu ad-supported version, Disney Plus, which my wife and kids devour essentially every single day, and then I get the benefit of having ESPN Plus alongside it so I can watch all 
all the BYU action, and obviously I do it for my job and the, this podcast, but it's a really, really side, a nice side benefit to have that in my back pocket. All right, so there you go. Just So check out the women's basketball team tonight in action as they take on Oklahoma State. Hopefully they can make it 2-0, and similar to the men's team did last night. All right, uh, one note on BYU recruiting. The 2025 recruiting class for BYU is starting to shape up. I'm not saying they're necessarily getting a lot of uh, commitments right now because it's very early on in the process. Uh, frankly, BYU hasn't even finished up the 2024 recruiting class because uh, National Signing Day is still not come. That'll be happening uh, February 7th, I believe. It's a little bit later. It's like the latest in February you'll ever get National Signing Day, but it's the first uh, Wednesday in uh, February, and we'll be looking forward to that. But BYU's getting a head start on 2025, and Justin Enna, BYU's linebackers coach, he is swinging for the fences right now. He uh, recently uh, offered uh, Zadrius, I hopefully I pronounced it, Zadrius uh, Rainey Sale out of Bethel High School in Spanaway, Washington. Now, uh, Rainey Sale is a four-star prospect according to 24-7 Sports. Uh, 24-7 Sports has him rated a 92. He's the 12th rated linebacker in the entire 2025 recruiting class. More importantly, the number one recruit in the state of Washington currently according to 24-7 Sports. He's even got a higher composite rating with a 93.48. He is the 21st rated linebacker in that, but this is a, a... Thoroughbred, a purebred linebacking talent, six foot two, two hundred twenty pounds. Uh, had been committed to Washington, obviously a kid from the state of Washington, and Bethel High School is right there, essentially in the backyard of the Washington Huskies. Well, with all the upheaval with Washington, Kalen DeBoer making his move uh, to be the head coach of Alabama to replace Nick Saban, Jed Fish coming in as the new head coach of Washington. Well, uh, the this young man, Rainy uh, Zadrius Rainy Sell, backed off his commitment to Washington, and that's opened the door for programs like BYU. Now, uh, I'll be frank. Do I expect BYU to ultimately win this recruiting battle? Not necessarily because this is a guy who's got offers. He already announced one from Alabama yesterday. That's obviously Kalen DeBoer saying, hey, you want to come play for me at Alabama? Arizona's after him. California, Colorado. You can essentially say the who's who of the Power 5 slash Power 4 are after this young man, but I can appreciate the fact that Justin Enna feels as empowered as ever as a member of a Power 5 autonomous uh, program that is BYU today. That he feels the, uh, the, the I guess gumption or whatever you want to call it to go and offer a kid of this caliber. There are eras past not too long ago that BYU would have never in a million years offered a kid like Zadrius Rainey Sale. But I'm appreciative that Justin and I had the stones to call him up and say, young man, uh, this is what BYU is all about. We're offering you a scholarship if you'd like to take it and love to be in the mix for your services. Like I said, if Kalen DeBoer wants this kid at Alabama, seems like it'd be a pretty natural thing considering he already committed once to Kalen DeBoer to go to Alabama and play for him there. But BYU threw their hat in the ring, and for that, I can appreciate what BYU is trying to do because they are trying to recruit at an elite level, and it's going to take you swinging uh, for the fences, as I mentioned, to get one of these guys. You may not hit a home run every single time, and more often than not, you strike out. Maybe if you recall that 300 in baseball is a a Hall of Fame number. Well, that's three out out of every 10 attempts. You get a hit. Well, guess what? Home runs are even more rare than that, but BYU's got to keep swinging for the fences, and every so often, they may very well come away with one of those home runs, and heaven forbid, they get a grand slam at some point to complete the baseball analogy as we talk BYU football recruiting. All right, so there you go. That's what I got for you guys on this Wednesday edition of the podcast. A big thank you, as always, for your support of this venture. Thank you for making it your first listen of the day, of course. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us as well. We'll be back tomorrow with plenty more on BYU football. We're also talking BYU basketball as the Cougars carry that momentum from a huge win over Iowa State into that matchup at Texas Tech. So stay with us all week long right here on the Locked on Cougars podcast. 
NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.